The temperature's falling. Well, that makes it clear. Flu season is here. And the better prepared you are for the season, the better off you'll be. That's why the Putnam County Health Department wants to help educate you on the flu. Better informed, better prepared. Living a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you with the Putnam County Health Department. Today on Your Health and You, presented by the Putnam County Health Department, I'm joined by public health educators Michael Cooper and Katie Neal and registered nurse Sarah Smith. Now the holidays are coming, cooler temperatures have arrived. If you're like me and you just couldn't wait, maybe your Christmas decorations are already up. <laughs> but that means that we're going to be staying indoors more. And the, the thing about staying indoors is that means there's more family togetherness. And that's all well and good, except that that makes it much easier for us to pass germs and illnesses back and forth to one another. And one of those things that we can pass to each other is the influenza or flu virus. Michael, what are some statistics about the flu? Well, what's crazy is some of these statistics is over the last decade. So some of these, some of these statistics include more than 1,500 American children have died from influenza, 51 children in Tennessee have have died from seasonal influenza. 185 American children died from seasonal flu just last year. Um, 80% of the children who died from seasonal flu had not been fully vaccinated. Half of the children who died from seasonal flu had no known pre-existing risk condition. Two out of three children who died from seasonal flu lost their lives within seven days of getting sick. And six out of 10 children who died from seasonal flu lost their lives after being admitted to the hospital. And last year alone, according to the CDC, was one of the worst breakouts of influenza. And those deaths include 11 children and one pregnant woman in Tennessee who died from the flu. It's uh, it, it's nothing to play around it with. Is not. The, the flu is serious business. And uh, I know that that. You know, the flu is not a or the flu shot is not mm -hmm. a guarantee that you won't get the flu, but it, it's certainly better to arm yourself against something uh, than not. You're certainly more susceptible to catch it if you don't get the shot. Uh, sometimes, though, people toss around the word flu. Oh, I've you know, I mean, and they're the stomach flu mm -hmm. or the, you know, the, I, I had the flu when it's really bronchitis or laryngitis. Um, uh, people toss around the word flu this time of year, and it's, it might just be a sinus infection. Um, but Sarah, is the flu just a cold? No, the flu is not just a bad cold. It can make, make you very ill, send you to the hospital, and it can even lead to death. So, uh, you know, it's... It's one thing to say I've had the flu, but you you really know mm -hmm. when you've had the flu. <laughs> it, it You'll never forget it. Yes, yes, that's true. You won't ever forget. If you've ever had it, you won't ever forget uh, that there is a huge difference between a cold and the flu. And no one wants to get the flu. But how effective is the flu shot in general? Well, um, recent studies, studies have shown that flu vaccination reduces the risk of flu illnesses by between 40% to 60% among the overall populations during these seasons. Um, so it's pretty effective, um, and we just recommend that you come get it. So, Katie, um, how, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out there, how uh, young or old uh, do you need to be? I mean, what is the earliest recommended age? Um, um, six months. Six and months? Yes, is the earliest you can get it, and... Um, 
That's when okay. we start giving. All right. So that's that's shot. good to know. That's mm-hmm. good to know that that earlier than six months, you should not uh, you should not try to give your children the flu vaccination. And I'm assuming uh, that there are different dosage sizes for uh, Sarah. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Depending, obviously, you wouldn't give, you wouldn't inoculate a, a child with the same dosage size of, a, of an adult. <laughs> that well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's your health and you, presented by the Putnam County Health Department. Today, we're discussing the flu with public health educators Michael Cooper and Katie Neal, and registered nurse Sarah Smith. Michael, is the flu shot the best protection against the flu? Yes, ma'am, it is. Um, like Katie said, it's for, it reduces your chances by forty to sixty percent. But also, with also getting the flu shot, it helps you from not passing or spreading the flu virus to your family as well. So as adults, we have to set the example for children. Absolutely. Now, to manufacture the flu shot, everybody knows, uh, I think everybody knows this, but just in case folks don't know this, there is some flu virus used in the manufacture of the flu shot. Sarah, does that mean that you can get the flu from the flu shot? Absolutely not. Because the flu shot is not a live virus, it can't give you the flu. But with that being said, it takes full t- a full two weeks for your body to get immune. So it's really important to practice good hand washing and being really careful, you know, out in public. And don't they kind of base the manufacture of the shot on the previous year's flu strains? That's right. Uh, and and those are dead strains, dead, <laughs> dead, yes. but, yes. because there are different, there's flu A and B, you know, there mm-hmm. are different strains of the flu. And so to best protect us for this season, they take the dead virus uh, from the different strains from last season, mix them together in a magical potion. <laughs> and yeah. and they that's how they come up with, uh, I mean, obviously, that's a very simple way to put it, but that's how no, they that's come right. up. Yeah. That's how they come up with the the concoction to make the best defense mm-hmm. against the flu mm-hmm. this year. That's correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, good to know. Good to know. Now, what if you're pregnant? Is it recommended that you get the flu shot? Most definitely. Yeah, it's it's very beneficial for the health of you and your baby if you're pregnant. Very good to know. So your babies, not younger than six months, but if you're having babies, you definitely want to get one. <laughs> it's your health and you presented by the Putnam County Health Department. Michael, flu shots, they're available at the health department, obviously. Um, and you guys are not yet uh, in any danger since it's early on. You're not in any danger of running out of those. Right. Okay, that is good to know. And I know you all have had some drive-through flu shot clinics, but those are not the only times that people can get the flu shot. They're available at the health department, but do people need an appointment to get those? Um, They don't need an appointment to come by the health department. Um, All you need is your insurance, and they're $30, and they come off a sliding fee scale, which means based off your income, and then also based off the people in your household. Um, But you don't just have to get them at the health department. You can go to a local pharmacy. You can go to a doctor's office, anything like that, and you can still get them there as well. Um, So far this year, we've given out 4,100 flu shots already. Whoa! So that it's been a big deal, and it's great, and we want more people to get it and be vaccinated to make sure they're okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so so affordable, even more affordable based on your house, uh, your household size, um, uh, more affordable based on your income and and other opportunities. You know, you could if you're doing your grocery shopping and there's a pharmacy where where you where where you're doing your grocery shopping, you could even get 
a flu shot there in many cases. Absolutely. So really just a, a lot of good reasons to get a flu shot. I haven't heard any bad ones yet. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it's your health and you presented by the Putnam County Health Department with public health educators Michael Cooper and Katie Neal and registered nurse Sarah Smith. Katie, what population is at a high risk for getting the flu? Okay, so there are many population that is at high risk for getting the flu. Um, adults that are 65 years of age but older, um, children younger than five, especially the younger children, two years or younger. Um, like Sarah said, the pregnant woman, um, it's beneficial for you to get it if you're pregnant, and even women that are up to two weeks postpartum. Um, residents of nursing homes and other long-term um, care facilities, and then especially people with chronic health conditions such as asthma, diabetes, or heart and lung disease. Those are at high risk as well. So, you know, the entire population is is at yes. risk for getting the flu, um, but some very specific uh, high risk populations: elderly, mm-hmm. uh, people in nursing homes, yes, uh, children, healthcare providers. Yes, I'm a, I'm I'm certain would have to be at high risk. Mm-hmm. Those working in hospitals, home health facilities, mm-hmm. nursing home facilities, school age children would yes. have to be a very high risk population mm-hmm. just because of the proximity to so many other people every day um, who may or may not have been inoculated for the the flu. Yes. So um, it's just a good idea. And I know sometimes school systems, uh, I know uh, traditionally in at least uh fourth grade and under i know that there have been years past where they have even offered those uh flu shots through the school system i don't know if that's the case now i i I don't know if that is occurring now but i know that that at one time uh, they did offer those and they did like the mist or the shot that you could get either one but i i always encouraged my son that even though there's going to be a poke with the shot i felt like it was more effective Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) so so we always went the shot route um now in addition to the shot though katie what are some additional ways to protect our families against the flu well, there are many ways that you can prevent. Um, most importantly, we try to avoid close contact with the sick people. Um, washing your hands frequently and covering those coughs and sneezes. Um, clean and disinfect any surfaces and objects that you think might be contaminated. Um, and so then with like those um, uh, like disinfectant wipes and disinfectant sprays. Yes, alcohol um, rub. And uh-huh. uh, is would you say that is it more effective or just as effective the washing with soap and water or with hand sanitizer both uh, are both effective they are effective but the most effective is hand washing you want to wash your hands for about 20 seconds and sing the happy birthday song oh so sing happy birthday to yourself and it it will definitely help the effectiveness out of that with warm water with warm water all right all right so uh, just some some great advice about how to protect our families against the flu uh, and um you know, I, I'm assuming, Katie, also that don't eat and drink after people. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I have a problem sharing straws with people anyway. Yes. So. <laughs> but uh, but you want to avoid that. Avoid those contact. Sort of, avoid contact. <laughs> now, Sarah, if I'm sick, whether I've had the flu shot or not, um, you know, whether or not I had it. Uh, if I'm sick and I think I might have the flu, what's the first thing that I need to do? Anyone who thinks they have the flu should contact their health care provider. 
Um, whether the healthcare provider recommends it or not, they might want you to begin antiviral medications. Um, so that's up to them. But always, 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 like Katie said, practice good hand washing and the respiratory etiquette, cough or sneezing or coughing in your elbow or a tissue. That's what I recommend. <laughs> and the best, the best thing you can do is prevention. Yes. Um, and I'd, I'd lots rather. What is it? What it's the old saying? Uh, an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. Is a pound of cure. <laughs> oh yeah. That's so so I, I would lots rather prevent it than be stuck with trying to treat the symptoms because once you have it, that's that's what you're left with. You 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 know once you have an illness, you are um, you are stuck with having to deal with it and treat the symptoms and and doctors can only do so much you can only do so much uh, as far as fever and aches and chills and those things but michael what are some of the specific flu symptoms some of the flu-like symptoms include fever coughs or throat runny stuffy nose body aches headache chills and fatigue um, some people especially children have vomiting and diarrhea mm. um, and some people may also be infected with flu have respiratory symptoms without a fever Oh, I really thought that if you had the flu, you always had a fever. Not always. Huh. The more you know. <laughs> very informative. Very informative. I honestly, in all my years, I, I'm only assuming that because I had such a bad one, the only time that I ever know that I had the flu, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind, you always had a fever mm-hmm. because I did. <laughs> it's your health and you discussing flu season, how to combat it and what to do if you may have it. Sarah, if someone would like more information over our topics for today, what do they need to do? They can always contact us at the health department. Our number is 931-528-2531. Great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Public health educators, Michael Cooper and Katie Neal and registered nurse, Sarah Smith. I'm Marsha Lee, helping you be better informed, better prepared, and live a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you, presented by the Putnam County Health Department.